welcome to Intuidate Radio, which is our relationship advice with an intuitive twist. Honest, blunt, and no sugar added. Everything relationships, nothing phony, no hearts, no flowers, and the truth. Nothing but the truth, no sugar coating. <laughs> and I think you've proven that the last show that you just didn't, you're like, shut it down. Like somebody called with a relationship issue and you just didn't pull any punch. I have no sugar in the studio. Okay. I cannot quote anything with sugar Okay. the whole time we're here. All right. We'll take it out. Okay. I'm your host, medium and intuitive dating expert, Marissa Lizapel, and our co-host in-house. CJ Weston, relationship expert and strategist. Yes. And strategist. That's an interesting. Strategist. You don't hear that often. No, you don't. What, what are you strategizing? I work with people in terms of looking at what their interests are, who they're interested in, and helping them to fine-tune their approach to people in terms of if they have someone they're interested in, you know, in more general terms, a way to go about it. Okay, yeah. so we've talked- A more clear way to go about getting the guy or getting oh. the commitment or wow. whatever someone really wants okay. the goal to be. Now, we talked last week, and you're a big, like, no on the manipulation tactics, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And you, you talk about strategy. Isn't that the same thing? No. Okay. No, it's distinguished because it's individualized. Um, strategy would be more like, I think what you're referring to is more of what you see, again, as we mentioned last week, um, cookie cutter bullet points. If you want right. the guy, do X, Y, and Z. In terms of strategy, the way I use it, for me, it's an individualized case-by-case -case basis. I need to know the person's interest, who the person is interested in. And then the strategy, so to speak, or the planning or whatever you want to call it, the way to go about it is extracted or based on their particular situation, whereas it's not just a set of rules that, okay, here you go, five steps to get the guy, and it applies to every single human out there, period. The end. The end. Wow. It just doesn't work that way. You have way. this all nailed down. It doesn't work that way. Well, that's why I like working with you, Chris. Yeah, different people have different needs. Now, I, I call you Chris sometimes because I know the C stands for the Chris. The C stands for Chris. But, you know, I like CJ too, but I may I may inter, interweave it because, you, you know, can it's what comes to mind. Use them interchangeably if you please. Our topics today are going to be interesting mm. to both men and women. Usually we're talking to women. Today, we are going to be focusing on men too. Men. Yes. Guy because stuff. We have men on our Facebook who say, hey. That's great you're talking about women, but I want to know what women think. Sure. And I'm here to not only talk about intuition, because I think intuition is a huge part of what we're talking about and what we do and what our mission is, is to talk about the practical aspects of it, but also talk about how trusting your gut is such an important part of dating and relationships and relating. I mean, I personally feel like the number one tip I give people, you know, within the first 10 seconds of meeting someone, no matter what their resume, no matter what they look like. No matter how much money they have, great job, whether your friends think they're hot or not, you have to trust your gut. I agree. You know? I agree. And yes, I mean, you, you will have a gut feeling. And usually you'll have a gut feeling of whether you like the person or not and what to do. But you might be confused on a strategy as to going about what to do. Exactly. Like, do I, you know, say if you want to open up, I mean, someone's interested or you think someone's interested or... A friend sets up a friend with you and you want to open a channel of communication. Some questions may arise. Do I do a text, a call, a Facebook message? You know, there's some issues. Once you have that gut feeling, you need a way, a practical strategy to act upon it. 
I agree. And I think we should bring up that situation when mm-hmm. we talk to our guy and have you come in and we'll talk about men. If you're looking to ask a woman out on a date, what is the most appropriate way to do it? There's so many instant ways of gratification out there today. There's mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger. There's oh, instant yeah. messaging. There's, there's texting. The yeah. And I'm more traditional. I'm going to I'm going to just going to tease that right now. I'm a lot more old school when it comes to men and women in dating. You know, I believe that a man should be a man, mm-hmm. step up and call the woman, ask her out. That's We're what I on believe. the same page. So, of course, yes. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. If you just tune in with us, we're intertwining intuition and relationship advice. And as part of our little experiment here, we're following two lovely women, uh, Gina and Donna, and their relationship life for a year. And when they were on last week, they talked about how their ex-boyfriends were still in their life and they had dated them like years prior and both of them are kind of seeing their exes again and they're not getting those commitments. So we're going to talk today and we had somebody on the line last time, Mike, who's going to give that male perspective and he actually Facebooked messaged me on our Connection Beyond Facebook page and uh, told us that he had some insight into their situations after he got off the line. And what he wrote me was pretty cool. So I wanted to bring him back on today to talk to him about that. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was a great idea too, as Mike did have some great insight when he was on the show last week. I thought he was great. All right, so let's let's get into this right away because we got a lot to cover in this show. So, CJ, let's talk about commitment. Okay. Oh, we Yes, we are talking about commitment today. Okay, so... Last week, we had Donna and we had Gina on, and we had Claire Casey on who talked about how to how to make a man fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She analyzed the situations with Donna and Gina. Yes. One situation she was a little more positive about, yeah. and the other situation she was like, no, this isn't going to work. For reasons that I thought were apparent. Okay. Yeah. What reasons were apparent? Because both of them were seeing their ex-boyfriends. Both of them were hanging out with them. Both of them started to have feelings for them. Why was the one situation over the other different? The, because the one guy, which um, was the issue that Donna was involved in, it was crystal clear that the man's motives were selfish and self-centered. He didn't want to commit, um, and he all he want he in in essence he wanted to use her. He wanted to have his cake and eat it too. She sent him gifts and you know she's was kind of giving him the signal that okay i'm here you that that gives the guy the signal that you know you're there you're available whenever i need you in in which case a boundary needs to be drawn well well so was gina though she was there when he needed her too what was the difference the difference was gina's case was was a little bit different i think yes why gina the guy it's different because the guy did not have selfish motives. The guy really did not know where he was at. It sounded like he was genuinely interested in Gina, but he it sounded like he had a lot to figure out in himself, um, and that's totally being honest. And what we discussed, I, I, I mean, like I, I thought it was good that Gina should keep him running in the background, not totally depart from him, that there may be a chance, but she should not wait and, and sit around for him. You know, in, in in other words, date and, and kind of move forward. But, you know, keep that consideration that he still may be there. He still may it, it may turn. But yet she was still calling him first, still initiating the text, still giving him gifts on his birthday. Even when he said, you know what? She told him how she felt about him. And he said, now I just feel like we should be friends. So he laid down that line. How could she turn that around? 
she has to be patient and she has to wait on him. Wait on him. She may not be able to turn that around. He sounded more honest as opposed to the other guy. She can't control him. I don't think, send, you know, again, the, the consistent sending texts and gifts is, is uh, that's just, it's, it's wrong. It's, it's not the right thing to do. She can't control him. She could be his friend. You know, there, there is a boundary. It could have limits. You know, there could be some talking, some mild texting, but nothing too serious. And she has to do her own thing. And if this guy changes his mind, he changes his mind. So we have Mike on the line. Hi, Mike. How are you? Hi, Marissa. I'm good. How are you? I am good. Thanks again for coming on. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Mike, you're on with uh, CJ and myself, and um, we really liked what you had to say last week when it came to the love lives that we're following of our special guests, Gina and Donna. And after the fact, you had sent me a message on Facebook, and you had some really cool insight that had come to you after we had talked on the radio. And I said, you know what? I got to bring this guy back to talk about these situations because he's got some really great insight. And I think women need to know uh, what you have to say because I think you made some very valid points. And I know you want to ask me about what men want. So we got to talk about that too. Well, I want to ask you what women want. <laughs> oh, yes. Of course. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> right. I We want to know what men want. You want to know what women want. I'm very... Right. <laughs> yeah. Work it both ways. You're a straight man. Okay, let's just put it out there. Okay. So let's get to what we talked about last week. We have both women seeing their ex-boyfriends. They dated them many years ago, and now they're both in a position. They're both having feelings. And one situation particularly caught your attention. Why and which situation was it, and what do you have to say about it? Uh, the, the situation was the uh, the girl who was kind of dating the guy, and they were, you know, weren't committed to each other. He he doesn't seem to want to commit. He wants to um, just kind of keep doing what they're doing, which is uh, sounds just like a relationship other than the commitment part. And I don't see why this guy ever would commit if he's getting all the benefits of a relationship without having to commit. Wow, you see, know, you make a really great point, Mike. Are you talking about the more demanding woman or are you talking about the more low-key woman? Uh, the, the one who, the one who was uh, seeing, the, I think he was called the "quote unquote" rock and roll guy. Oh, the rock. Oh, see, I think you're talking about she the other the one. Rock and roll girl. Oh, okay. You were talking about her when she, uh, the one who sent the uh, gifts. No, no, actually, the other one. Okay, that's uh, who I thought you were talking about. The one who, yeah, she was seeing her ex-boyfriend, and she wanted him to take her to dinner, and then they were going to bonfires, and then they were, you know, hanging out, getting intimate doing everything that a relationship involves, leading her to believe that eventually he would commit or, you know, just assume they were in a relationship. And yet he's saying, I don't want a relationship. I just, but I still want to keep doing what I'm doing with you. Why would a guy do that? Because he can. Oh, uh-huh. because he can. He was given permission. By whom? By Donna. Okay, so she's allowing it. Yes, because she continues to enable it in a sense, by giving him gifts, texting him. She's going with the flow, with his flow. But isn't that the same type of flow that you have in the beginning of a relationship? A guy takes you to dinner, you guys eventually get intimate. You know, isn't that the same kind of process that you would go through and then have a commitment anyway? Why Why has he decided he didn't want one? 
it sounds like there's no um there's no incentive it doesn't sound like that this girl was wanting to see anybody else so he kind of almost has like an exclusive relationship without having to label it or commit yeah it's not labeled and that means he could do what he wants Okay, so the lesson we're learning here is that if you let a guy do what he wants, he's going to do what he wants. And if he feels he's getting the milk for free, why would he buy the cow? Yes, and also what needs to happen is if a woman wants to be in a committed relationship with a guy, she must communicate that to him clearly. She did. And this is why she needs to drop it because this guy is playing her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's telling him what she wants and he's still playing her and she's, he, she is enabling him to play her. How do you know if an ex-boyfriend really wants to get back together? Because I don't think the woman should have to point it out and say, I want a relationship with you. How do you know if a man does want to get back together and it's not just for the sex? In this case, if he really wanted to get to back together after she said, I want to get to back together, he would have gotten back together with her. I think it, I mean, th there shouldn't be any, you know, questions or gray areas. If I was in his situation and my ex wanted to get back together with me and I was interested, I would commit. Period. Okay, but wouldn't you say, okay, we've had these problems in the past. I want to take a little little bit slower. Obviously, you got hurt and she got hurt if the relationship broke up. So I don't think any guy or woman initially on the onset is going to just jump in and, and get back together with somebody. I agree, but I mean, it's, it's, it's my understanding that this process was already going on with the, the dating that's been going on here and the tech, all, you know, every, all the communication that's been going on. I would assume that there would be discussion of past issues as of why they broke up. And if there's not, that's a problem. There was no discussion of past issues. Just like, let's start hanging out. I really love hanging out with you. You're so beautiful. Let's get together. Let's, they were hanging out every day. So wouldn't mm -hmm. a woman assume that it was like rekindling of the old flame? It is a reasonable assumption to make. However, I believe you, you are correct. There needs to be communication and discussion. Until, you know, how we had these past, past issues, how are we going to resolve them? So Will this become a problem in the future? What should she be doing if she wants to get him to actually see her as girlfriend material and not something that's kind of in between another relationship? She needs to communicate that to him. Like, she needs to have a talk with him. Like she's already communicated she wants to commit. And this should be the last. Like, this is it. This is the final talk she has with him. Okay, I've communicated with you. This is what I see. You're not committing. Um, which leads me to believe that, you know, you're really not interested. I'm looking for commitment. If you are interested, let's have a talk. Let's I, have a serious talk. Let's talk about our past issues and let's see if we could resolve them moving forward and, and then go from there. I disagree 100%. Okay, and here's why. why. I feel like if the man really wanted that commitment, he would ask the woman for that commitment. I think at the moment a woman feels she has to ask what's going on or ask for that commitment, the answer will be no. I think a man should be the one to initiate that. Okay. I, I'm not in, in complete agreement there. What do you think, Mike? I think that's a great way to know if the guy wants a commitment, if he's the one that asks. But I don't, there could be multiple reasons why he's not asking. He could be shy, not confident, not feel it's ready, not want to rush things. Well, let's get to the intuitive aspect of things. I think a woman usually knows when a man is going in that direction and if she has to ask somebody like me or have an intuitive question or she's starting to get anxious or needy she's feeling the energy of a man being distant and not wanting to commit if we go on the intuitive line mm -hmm. i mean i think we all mm -hmm. know when somebody really is into us or yeah. they really want to be with us and i don't think we have to ask these questions 
if we're going out of the practical and into the intuitive aspect yes. of it. Understood. Would you agree? I would agree in the intuitive aspect. Yeah. However, the practical aspect says that this guy is selfish and his motives are completely self-centered. Okay. All right. Well, I think that we're kind of on the same page with it. Kind you know, of. You know what I mean? Do, do you guys think that Donna has a, a chance with this guy? Or you think she should just cut off all contact or you think she should continue to remain friends with him? Because if she remains friends with him, it's going to go back to the same That's thing. That's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it sounds to me like she's like, I mean, this guy seems willing to share her with, with anybody else. As if, you know, he doesn't want to commit. So he's agreeing that she can see other guys. And by him not committing, he's saying that that's fine with him. And, uh, you know, if that's okay with him, why does she even want this guy? Good right. point, Mike. Yeah. It's okay with him, but it's not okay with her. And if she were to continue on this path, it would do nothing but stress her out. Which is why I think, you know, I mean, there's, there's two resolutions. Walk away completely now and save your, herself the, the stress and the trouble of it or address it with, in the terms of the conversation that I just mentioned. Yes, exactly. So, Mike, what, um, you said you had some questions for me about uh, men and women. You want to get into those real quick? Oh, yeah. My, um, I recently joined uh, Match.com. Mm -hmm. And, they, you know, they asked you to... Uh, write a profile about yourself and i know when i go on there and i'm looking at you know profiles of single women i'm mainly just looking at the pictures you know to judge if i'm attracted to them what they write has they can only kind of write if they write something really bad it may turn me off but other than that it's mainly on the pictures and i was just wondering uh, what women are looking for when they're you know reading a profile say about myself what would catch their eye what what would turn them off? I think for me, if I were to look at a profile, too much text, mm -hmm. too much uh, writing about trying to impress you, you got um, with details about your life and also being too like corny and too like funny, you know, with, oh, spelling and grammar mistakes. Spelling and grammar are huge. 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 It, and go ahead. The, I mean, I think the bottom line, you're right. Too much text. It, I mean, it's it. It seems like they're going to extraordinary lengths almost to make up for something, you know, to, to hide something. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm this, that, X, Y, and Z, but you know what? I'm not telling you this. Right. And you need to keep a little mystery. Uh, you don't want to, like, also lay out, like, I'm an emotional guy who wants this. Yeah. And then what really has turned me off in the past when I looked at these profiles is when men detail exactly what they want and they're not going to, like, it's like they're given a list and, like, you wouldn't fit into it. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, yeah. Demanding. Oh, well, I don't fit into that category, so I guess I'm out. And also, yeah. when someone's writing, if you're reading it, I mean, you, you should be able to know when they're writing with honesty. I mean, that's it's it's a distinction that I'm able to make. I, I don't know. I, I could judge by, by someone's writing, whether it's written with honesty and humility or whether it's just straight up BS. Yeah, and keep yeah. it simple, yeah. you know? Trust you your gut, Mike. Let people get to know you. Be a little funny, but don't try to be funny. Um, and don't give your whole life story. And, uh, you know, when men put in there, I need a girl who's this height, this hair color, right. this must be, must be, must mm -hmm. be. You look like you're high maintenance and you look like an a-hole. Be very flexible, right. be very honest and humble. Right. I think okay. a paragraph is just fine. Yeah. A quick paragraph. Good tagline, you know, but not cheese. Maybe an not end to the paragraph that calls more interest in the woman. Right. Make sure your picture is not like like a 
like a professional headshot. Just yeah, don't a, go too hard on this. Yeah, you holding up a fish, you know, you don't, <laughs> you don't <laughs> want to do that. You know, if a woman's not into fishing, she's not, she, no matter how cute you are, she's probably not going to want to date you. Or you with a car. Or you standing like, in front of a car posing. Yeah, that's yeah, no, stupid. No poses, or you like, you know, like in a bar raging with your friends. Yeah. Just like a picture of you smiling. That's no, it. No alcohol photos. No, no booze in the photo. That's, I mean, like a, a, a huge turnoff. You know, a picture. I, I, Oh, a picture with right, your dog, right. though, is cool. Oh, a picture with an ant. I mean, that's fantastic. But not if you have five cats. <laughs> because <laughs> then, you're, then you're cat obsessed. Not with your cat condo in the background. With, right. You know, you don't want to be a cat lady on, on OMG, that. he's obsessed with cats. Ew, I'm out. No, no, I love cats. I have cats. I like guys with cats. But if you have a cat condo with the in the background, it might be a problem. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But if you dress a cat up. And and you have that as your profile picture and like a Santa Claus outfit, I'd love you. Oh, you, well, I mean, me too, because I, <laughs> I think, Mercy, you and I both share the same sense of humor. And yes. that's why, like, if, if yeah, that I that that would be a photo that I would go for, for, for yeah. first. Even if the guy's picture wasn't on there, I would mm-hmm. I would entertain him. That's the one I would go for immediately. Immediately. Yeah. So dress a cat up, cheerleader outfit, <laughs> you know, just don't put the cat condo in you. Or you post, these, the, these are the, the photos I hate. Are when guys like stand in front of like uh, land landmarks and they stand there by themselves and have their photo taken. Like, That's well, weird. Yeah, it's just like they got together with their friends. Like, dude, I'm going on match. I want to get a really epic photo. Yeah, they so, stage you know, a photo shoot for match. Me. So will you take me. Oh, you know, could you take a picture in front of this or that? Yeah, not working. Women could pick that up in 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 a split second. No sunglasses in the photo either. No, 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 no. They need to see your eyes. Right. I mean, if you want me to look at your profile. And, and give you some pointers. Send it to me. And I'll check it out. And we can so both give it a review. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's take our first caller. Uh, we have Jennifer on the line. Hi, Marissa. Hi, CJ. Hello, Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, do you want me to kind of paraphrase uh, the email that you just sent me? Sure. That's okay. Fine. You say that you are responding to reference to the radio show, and you're recently divorced after 11 years of marriage. You're 35, you have three girls, and you want to open up yourself to find a loving relationship. The world of love and dating is so different nowadays, it is hard and confusing to navigate. And to add to it, I have my girls, too, and have to make sure that the relationship I engage in, which I hope is forever, is also the best for them. My marriage failed for many reasons, and I acknowledge my part in it. Time to move forward and not let history repeat itself. I am truly looking for a soulmate relationship. I believe in the angels and pray every night to guide me okay so you're 35 you have three girls you're a single mom yes okay you say that you have a part to play in the ending of the marriage can you tell me what that is well i acknowledge i can see during the marriage where i stopped working at it where i stopped believing in it where i stopped working at it unfortunately the marriage there was a lot of um verbal and mental abuse with it okay let me see what i pick up intuitively first um and maybe you can validate this for me but I want to do a quick read on you and see what I get. Okay. First of all, I'm feeling some sort of distraction within the marriage. Either somebody kind of was very distant or, I don't know, just out of the house a lot or working a lot, or there was an addictive issue. Can you relate to that? Um, probably on both, yes. Okay. Um, Who has the addiction? Well, it was never acknowledged, but there was um, a gambling and an alcohol. That's what I thought. And that would have been him. Okay. Do you know anything about alcoholism or any sort of addictive behavior when people are in their their active addictions? 
some. Okay, because they cannot be present within a relationship. Okay. So when you're saying you're taking, and, and I feel intuitively too, you're taking a lot on yourself and taking a lot of self-blame. And really when it comes to an addiction, it's, it's almost impossible to maintain an intimate relationship. Wouldn't you say, CJ? Absolutely. Virtually mm-hmm. impossible. Yeah. So I think that to look at this and say that, you know, you had a part to play in it, you stopped working at it, you cannot actually battle an addiction issue. Truth, however, can can we still hear what you believe your part to play was? What's that? I'm sorry. She said that she she didn't feel like she worked hard enough at it. Okay. Okay. I guess yes. like I should have been able to fix it. Yeah, and and you can't you can't fix someone who the the addiction is actually stronger than the both of you. Okay, I thought there was more. No. Yeah. I just wanted to like intuitively tune into you about that and. Maybe that's healing for you to know. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because as I said, the addiction was never acknowledged. I guess that's why I feel like I stopped working at it because I realized I couldn't get through it. And and we couldn't really be a true union until everything was acknowledged and kind of brought to the forefront. You know, I would, I would uh, you know, tell you that acknowledgement of an addiction, that's, that's a, the first step is a very, very hard process because a lot of people are in denial about these things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of people who are in a relationship with a person in, a, in, in an addiction, they're in denial of that too. They see, they they overlook it. They tend, you know, they think they can control it or change the person. Yeah, and and so now it's it's very classic. What you're saying is that your your self blame is very classic to think that you had a part to play in this. But until he, you know, until he would have, if he would have gotten help for his issue, the relationship probably would have maintained itself and moved forward. Okay. Absolutely. So. Just intuitively, that's what I picked up. We can acknowledge that and, and move on. I would urge you to maybe get some insight as far as some books or just some resources on addiction itself, because I have a little bit of a fear being as vulnerable as you have been with the emotional and mental abuse that you might, as you go out and date until your heart heals, you might choose the same type of guy. Exactly. I agree. And that's usually what happens. That's a pattern. Prior to your husband, have you dated men with a, a similar background issues? Um, yeah. Okay. Is I can there... honestly say that looking back, even before him, there was there was always issues. Like I can't honestly say I felt like I've been in a healthy relationship. Understood. Is there any history of addiction that you're aware of in your family of origin? Yeah. Okay. Just what Marissa said. You need to be extremely careful because there there will be an attraction built within you to these people until you have worked yourself into a healthy position. And it sounds to me like you're ready to do this, but you have to um, establish a very strict screening process. Inside you, you will know based on your experience, you'll be able to pick up on who the addicts are, who aren't. And when you see it, even if it's just a little flicker in your mind, that's when you need to stop. Okay. Yeah. This, that's, th- that's it. Exactly. If, if you start texting someone or, or someone's calling you and you guys are dating, and he's talking about alcohol. He brings you to a first date at a bar. You look at the way he drinks. You look at what he talks about in his text message. You don't have to ask him anything. If you talk to him long enough, he will eventually talk about drugs or alcohol if you they know. are him. You, you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, instead of saying, oh, I really like this guy for other reasons. I'll give mm-hmm. it a chance. It'll change. You need to address it up front in the first date or two. Hey, listen, you know, if you engage in these habits, it's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. And addressing it is ending it because it will, it, you, you will repeat the, the, the pattern. You must break that pattern. And okay. if, you, if you stay there and say, I don't approve of this behavior and you continue to see him anyway, 
he's going to know that you're not serious about the boundary. Okay. So and he will only manipulate advice. you and you will only get caught up more in the similar pattern and it will repeat itself because it's what you're used to. Um, it would be really uncomfortable for you to find someone who doesn't have such issues. That's going to be uncomfortable when you find someone like that. You'll feel like it might be wrong. It doesn't feel right, but you have to resist that and move forward anyways because you don't want to go back to what you're used to. This is why the pattern repeats itself is because people in relationships with addictive partners continue to go back to what they're used to because they feel that that pain, the whole insanity of the situation becomes the norm for them. And when they step out of that norm, that's when they experience discomfort. Exactly. Okay. And, and Jen, like I could feel your vulnerability over the phone. I could see that you've been through a lot and getting into another situation now when you're still in this space, in, in my intuitive opinion, I think you need a good two years. I think you need a good two years before somebody comes into your life. And when the right man comes in, you're going to be able to just breathe and relax because I feel you have a lot of worry and anxiety day to day. And obviously, you have three kids, that's a lot to deal with. But I think just in general, if you didn't have the kids, I still think you'd be worried and anxious all the time, almost like you need to go through chaos. You need something to worry about. Right. So I would say that there's some self-work you really need to do or you're going to start picking the same man. Absolutely. There's a lot of self-searching and you need to take the time to do that. We, we can recommend some reading. If you send us an email, we, we yeah. can re uh, reply with a, a list. And for our yep. listeners, if you relate to this, you look at like Codependent No More, uh, uh -huh. books on codependence. Yeah, that'll be the top book we yeah. recommend you read first. Yeah. So um, we appreciate you calling, Jen, and we hope that we helped you today. That's great. Thank you very much. And where would, I t why would I email in for that information? Uh, info at connectionbeyond.com. Okay. Okay. And if anyone else wants to call in or you want to get on the lines with us today, please send us an email at that same address. Thanks so much, Jen. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Okay. We have Marie on the line next. Is she there? Hi. Hi. Yes. Oh, Hi, she's... Marissa. Good morning, CJ. I am here. Hi, Hello, Marie. Marie. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Uh, did you have a question for me and for CJ or for both of us? You know, I guess it's kind of a question, you know, and I'm not sure you could even answer this question, but I've been single a long time, and I equally like my alone time. I do. I'm not someone who gets lonely often. I truly enjoy my space, and I don't usually want someone in it, but uh, my children have moved out of the house, and I'm starting to think a little more long-term. I'm very choosy, and I believe in the instant connection. You know, and it hasn't happened. For a long time, I'd say maybe five years now, and I'm just wondering. You know, I think I'm ready. If uh, that's something that you know, you can see. Who knows? Now, Marie. Okay, I'm going to ask you a few questions just on an yeah, intuitive I level. I figured you would. <laughs> you date a lot of younger men, I assume. I don't know if you'd call it dating. Oh, okay, <laughs> so <laughs> so it's more like you like younger men for fun. And entertainment. Yes, for flings. Let's just say what it is. <laughs> okay, for flings. I feel that intuitively, this isn't from any sort of uh, logical standpoint, but I feel the guy that you are going to be with, that's going to be best for you, is actually going to start out as a very good friend. I don't think it's going to start out as a instant lustful attraction because I think you're so used to that. That's kind of what you're attracting at the moment. But I feel that this long-term foundation, which it's, you know, it's going to happen for you. I don't feel like it's that far out, actually. I feel like the fact that you are ready for it, you, you've had that shift internally. 
I get the sense that within the year, this person could be around you, but it's going to be your choice whether you move forward with it. At first, you're not going to want to move forward because you're going to be like, oh my God, I see this guy as a friend. But Mm -hmm. I think once you get into the intimacy with this person, I think that sexual chemistry is going to grow. And I think you're going to find yourself surprised that you really care about him. Mm -hmm. The instant flame, I believe, is something you should avoid. You can get caught up into that and fall into those emotions and that could block you from the the logical screening process that you need to conduct you just said that you um want a man or that you are the type of person who does want some alone time and there are men out there like that that would fit with you the thing is that uh, you would just have to give it some time and consideration and really be like you, you said you were choosy and you would have to continue to be choosy but you would have to learn on a logical basis and not get caught up in that fire of emotion and just forget what you want, what your needs are. Compromise. Yes, and the point part, I took a year off from, from that because I didn't, you know, actually if I never had another one, that would be fine with me. So, you know, it's not something that I do often. And because I have been ready and, you know, I wanted to connect more spiritually in my life. So I knew that men didn't have a part in that, you know, it would divert me. Yeah. And I think I think when you do start dating someone who's a little off this track, you are going to really engage. And this is, again, in an intuitive gut level, you're going to engage in some self-sabotaging with this person. I feel that you have to go through that, though, in order to like push through the pattern and get through the other side of it. So you might go through that initial three month period where you might pull away from this person a couple times before you're ready to say, okay, I'm going to try this. And I don't feel this person's mm-hmm. going to be like older either. I don't, I feel this person's around your age within two years. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. We thank hope we you. helped you. Okay. 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 <laughs> Let's go to the next caller. Jen. Hi. Hi, Hello, Jen. Jen. Hi. You're on the line with me and CJ. What is your question or situation that you have that we can help you with? I was calling. I wanted to see more if you could give me a a reading type. I was married for over 10 years, and it's been about four and a half years since we've been separated, um, divorced, and just wanted to see if you had anything come up about me. It's it's interesting because are you looking today? Because I almost feel like now is not the time for you to get into a serious relationship. I, I'm feeling, um, I thought I was ready. Now, I'm not getting the sense at this moment. Is there something different happening with your career? I'm getting something with your career that's going to be changing. Do you um, do anything with real estate? I am. Okay. Are you thinking of either getting out of that business or are you thinking of uh, changing what you do in that business? Going more part-time and working on something else. Okay. Because I feel until that shift happens, I feel like there's like a void in you with like your life mission, what you're supposed to be doing uh, with work. And I think that right now that's something I know this is about relationships, but I feel like that's going to get in the way of you having a good relationship if you don't get that settled. And I think that's right on the verge of being settled and you're, and you're moving in another direction. So CJ, don't you think this is probably the best thing for her to just absolutely do first? You're coming from an intuitive perspective, but yeah, you must get settled yourself and and, and get figure your your career path out. Because if if you're not, then you're just not fit to move forward with a man. You'll still be confused within yourself, looking for you know what do I do? What do I do? You won't have the focus to give, and you'll be depending on him too much for your happiness. 
too, which men can feel on an intuitive gut level. Absolutely, and you also may be depending on him for advice and on, on your path. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes when we are not happy in our creative life, and it doesn't have to be that we paint or we do music, but if we're not happy in our creative life and we're not doing something fulfilling, when we get into a relationship, we expect that relationship to be our overall source of happiness. And a person feels that and they almost want to pull away from that and they feel like pressure, you know. Okay. So do you understand kind of where we're we're going with this? Yeah, no, and I, I kind of have felt the same thing. But I just didn't know if I was doing something wrong. <laughs> oh, no, you're not doing anything wrong. What area of work are you thinking about going into? Photography. Okay, because I feel so much better about that. You think of a wedding photography? Uh, as far I am, as... yeah. Okay. And okay. I already started mentoring with someone. This is, so. this is where mm-hmm. I see you. This is where yeah. I see you. You're going to be phasing out of what you're doing and going into this. And you know what? You know what I see? What do you see? She could meet the man on the job. I believe her <laughs> life is going to change. I believe your life is changing dramatically. It's okay, hon. You got to go through some quicksand here, the, the sludge of uh, moving forward. You're going to feel slow. You're going to feel sluggish, mm-hmm. but just keep pushing through. It sounds like okay. you're fulfilling a, a passion of yours, and that's going to make you much happier, and you're going to attract people by that token. And I'm getting the name Anne, too. Do you have an Anne in your life or an Anna living your past? Mm, not that I know of. Okay. No. Keep that name in mind. Okay. But okay. it's a female, Anne. Okay. All okay. right. Well, we hope we've helped you today, Jen. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. You thank have you, a good Jen. day. You too. Bye. Okay. Well, that's all, all the callers we can take for this show. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like we've helped people today. Do you feel we've helped people? I believe we've given people help. Awesome. Guidance. Well, we have next week, we have a pretty awesome show coming up. We have some authors coming on. We have, you know, local Philadelphia celebrities. We have We have a bunch of stuff coming up. Next week is big time big time so thank you so much for listening to intuitate radio intuitive advice and relationship advice we are your experts in both of those fields both fields practical and intuitive all right so we're here for you we are here for you and remember stay tuned we have a lot of great stuff coming up and thanks for tuning in thank you so much for tuning in